because that was so easy. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I'm glad to be up here. And uh, yeah, before we do anything, let's just pray and put the time before God. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that um, I get the opportunity to be up here and serve you, Lord. And that's what today's all about, tonight's all about, Lord. I pray that um, you give me the right words, you and you touch every heart here tonight, Lord. And yeah, in your name I pray. Amen. Okay, cool. So, preparing this message was a bit hectic. Um, I was meant to be rusted on like a month from now, so we uh, brought it up to suit our upcoming series, which will be announced tonight. Um, and then, so when Dave told me, he's like, yeah, okay, he assigned me the, the topic of serving God. Um, and as soon as I saw the topic, you know, I got super excited, you know. I've been in ministry for a while. I couldn't wait to share what I had. Um, ideas were running in my head, like, the whole time. And then... Um, you know, you just get an idea, write it down in your notes, um, and how like it could impact tonight. And then the time came where I actually had to prepare, and nothing, just white. Um, I went to my notes. I went to like everything I wrote down. I'm like, I'm not feeling any of this. I started putting it in, like typing it up, and like it just it didn't feel right. Um, all these notes were. A lot of experiences that I went through when I was serving God and like my highlights and then God's like, why are you up there speaking? You're not the one that gets the glory. And that's what tonight's all about. It's, it's all about him. And um, until like all that time before Wednesday night where I actually sat properly and it was the first time I prayed. I'm like, God, give me the right message to speak give me the right words and God just is like all right you finally prayed I'm gonna give you what you need and he gives me this story um, we find in Luke 10 if you have your Bibles and want to open up do so otherwise just follow along with me as Jesus and his disciples were on their way uh, sorry verse Luke 10 38 as Jesus and his disciples were on their way he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. After I read this, I come out with two questions. What did Mary have that Martha needed? And why was it that Mary chose what's better? Um, or in other translations, Jesus says she chose the good part. Looking at Martha, when we see Martha here, we see a woman who's practical, who's efficient, hardworking, welcoming. Just like in verse 38, we see a woman named Martha who opened up her home to him. She's very hospitable and social. Martha was very distracted 
and told Jesus to tell Mary to help him. Um, she felt like it was unjust. She was doing all the work alone. But then we look at Mary. Um, and to understand this story better, um, we'll read it from John's perspective. And it's the same story from John. But it's in John 3, I think it was. Um, I didn't write it down, but follow along with me. Uh, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. He, a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha, Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Now, when we read this exact same story, we don't see how Martha grumbled and all that uh, yelling that Martha was doing. We just see um, how humble Mary was um, and how she was dedicated to just at a great personal expense of this perfume. She just gave it all away um, and laid it on Jesus' feet. It's really... Sorry. And like that's the attitude that God wants from us, that Jesus wants from us. It's the attitude that he wanted from his disciples then and wants from us now. You look at the humility of Mary where she gave up her most expensive belonging and broke it at his feet. And that's what Jesus wants from us. When we look at the story again, Martha doesn't ask Jesus to tell Mary to help him. She tells Jesus, tell Mary to get up and help me. And then this is what gets me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Every time I walk out from someone preaching about this story or just reading this story by myself, I'm always like, I'm Martha every single time. I'm so dedicated to my ministry. I'm so dedicated to the work. I'm so passionate about what I want to do. And it never really clicked with me. Like, why is Mary the one being praised? Martha's the one that's always on her feet. Martha's the one that's always working. And Mary just sat under Jesus' feet to listen until I prepared this message. Um, And it was like this story finally clicked of... While I was preparing, it was all I. I was thinking of what I did, what I did, what, you know, when I got up to worship, when I got up to do this, until I realized it's that I'm irrelevant. I'm, I'm a blank wall talking to you right here. It's, it's Jesus's work and it's Jesus's word who passes on. Mary chose what was better. Jesus, said, Jesus never said that what Martha did was bad. It's not bad, but it's when, when do we look at what's more important, what's better? Um, when we're in our ministry or if you're new to ministry, you know, you're always super excited. It's like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm so excited to be there. I can't wait to help out. But where's your drive? Where's that coming from? Are you actually sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to what he says? Because if you're not, then what are you serving? There's no crux. There's no foundation. 
to that. And this is what the, the story for me gives is you need to actually stop for a second, stop your ministry for a second. You need to listen. You need to understand what Jesus is trying to help you with is what Jesus is trying to give you for your ministry and apply it within the, uh, the environment that you're in. Um, Martha actually never stopped to think who the guest was. As great as what she was doing, as yeah, what she was doing, she never actually stopped to think who the guest was. Um, and this is why, whenever I walk out of this message, I'm like, I'm Martha, because I feel if Jesus was in this room, I would feel I'd be, I'll, I still want to be the one speaking, or I still want to be the one leading worship. It never clicked with me, and um, I'm really glad that I was assigned this topic that. Um, serving God because this story finally makes sense um, and I understand it. And I hope you do too because we see uh, we need to be Mary and we need to be Martha. It's, it's not like a, one is better and one is not. Both have their own time to work. Um, we need to be Mary when before becoming a minister before leading someone before getting into ministry and it's to sit down to understand what Jesus is trying to say um, and you become Martha when you know someone needs you when Jesus tells you hey go do this a lot of the time down the track things um, so this is like after a couple of years of ministry things will get busy um, you'll be like I'm tired I'm busy I don't want to do this um, and ministry is the first thing to go. Trust me, don't, don't let ministry go. It's that thing that's actually holding you together. Um, and this time I'm speaking from experience of... Um, I got to a time where I'm just like, I'm going on holidays. I don't want to do any sort of ministry. I don't want it. Just leave me alone. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm on holidays. Bye. Um, and... Over there, uh, it was when I went to Egypt, and over there, within day two, uh, my cousin is the one who's actually heading the young adults uh, meeting, and he just comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, do you want to lead worship?" I'm like, really? Like, is this is this how we're doing things already? Um, it's day two. I'm still jet lagged as, and things are just nuts. Um, and I said yes just because. I love worship and that was really about it. I didn't, um, it wasn't for ministry's sake, it wasn't for anything, it was just sure. Like, if you need someone, then so be it, I'll do it. Um, and I led worship there and it was great and, you know, God bless the time. A day after that, the, so the way they break up the meetings is like middle school and high school and whatever. So the, Year 10 to 12, they have their separate meeting and they came up to me and they're like, hey, do you want to come lead worship? I'm like, bruh, come on. I just, I said, no, I don't want it. Um, but it was at that time they were doing the equivalent of VCE exams. Um, and again, I just, that time I sat down, I prayed. I'm like, God, why? Like, I don't want, I just want a break. I want to, I want to do, I don't want to do ministry. Um, and he's like, these guys need it more than you do. I don't care if 
you're going to be up there without no heart, just like you led the first worship. Um, but these guys need what I'm about to give you more than you need it and more than you wanting to be up there. And it's at that time where I'm like, all right, it, it is a holiday, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm still for you. Um, I'm going to listen. Um, and yeah, this is, that's what was on my heart today, very short. But where, where, when do you be Martha and when do you be Mary? When do you sit and listen and when do you um, lead and serve? Yeah.